This is the Aligned Dad podcast. Hello, hello, Prashant. How are you today? I am doing great, Scott. How are you doing? Really, really good, actually. Pumped after our last um, our last episode, number ten. Mm. It was deep, you know. It was deep. Yep. It was um, yeah, it was fantastic. It was on point, and um, I had a ball doing it. So. <laughs> I'm ready for number 11. Number 11. What about you? Great, yaar. For me, uh, things have been great. Uh, like you said, uh, uh, episode 10 was about detachment. Now we'll come back to the concept of attachment with friends. <laughs> and uh, today's uh, thematic is uh, choosing uh, friends for your daughters. Like curating the set of people that she needs to be around and when we say people it's it's mainly uh, her uh, her friends and more importantly uh, uh, you know the the little situations that arise out of these friendships and how you mm. tackle uh, those problems and those situations and then guide your daughter uh, to a point to say that no that's not a good friend this is how a good friend should be. So today's thematic is that. Uh, so before I get to my version of uh, the the story or rambling, as you may call, Scott, I would like to start <laughs> your version. Sure. Let's hear your story yeah. on this topic. First, I just want to say, Prashant, it's never rambling. It's always beautiful spoken word that comes from you, my friend. So never rambling. <laughs> <laughs> I, so my, I take my, my words back. Yes, I think you should. <laughs> Basically, okay, my my story is wrapped up in mainly um, my daughter's uh, daycare. Mm. So as you know, she's two and a half and so she hasn't really got, you know, some buddies as of yet or like, like that she sees outside of daycare. Right. So – yeah, she kind of she made she's made some buddies that's for sure, and she's she's good because she's she's slightly bossy. So there's some kids in daycare who like to be bossed around, and she's like, "Sweet, I'm <laughs> going to boss you around." So I'm the one to do it. It's all good. I got your back. Mm. And so the first yeah, the first year that we took her to daycare, um, she made some great friends there, and she made a little uh, friend. His name was I think his name was. Mm. And was trouble with a capital <laughs> T, and that's fun. He and Violet together were kind. Of, they were kind of like you know this this atomic blast. It's like they came together, and a mushroom cloud just came up, you know, out of, out of the sky. And for my for the daycare lady, she she struggled because. Mm. She's got a background in child behavior as well and around the two-year-old is her is her jam, right? And so it's it's great for us because she's working on the kids um, daily, basically. Mm. And like I said before, the, the family daycare is only four children uh, maximum. So in in Australia, um, I think it's I think the law is you have to have one carer per four children. So in bigger mm. centres, they've got like, you know, three or four carers or whatever, and right. you've got 20 kids or whatever it is. 
Um, but you, you just don't get that same attention to detail as you do at a little family daycare, and that's why we yeah. chose it, basically. Mm. So anyway, back to and um, yeah, he he's sort of he was a daddy's boy as well, you know, and, and he couldn't do any wrong in daddy's eyes too. This is mm. what the hair lady told us, and um, so he he kind of got away with murder a little bit, and <laughs> it was funny because. Violet's starting to talk at this stage, and so she'd come home saying some interesting things, you know, and we're kind of like, whoa, where'd you get that one from, you know? And so we'd have a chat to the hair lady, and she'd say, yeah, these two are thick as thieves. They sort of, they get around and they just they just run around. And she's she was starting to get a little bit worried because he's rubbing off bad traits on Violet. Mm. And he, the difference is, is, is too, is she would enforce some behaviors which would work at daycare but then they're not reinforced and they were backed up when he was going home so all the good stuff that was done in the day is basically just wiped mm. so he'd just keep coming back and they they would just sort of keep they just keep sort of running around and going nuts and screaming and all this kind of stuff you know violet would come home and she'd she'd just be running in circles you know we're kind of like whoa what's going on you know you're supposed to be calm after daycare <laughs> And she'd come home just wound up. And so that was kind of the first introduction to, I guess, what you're talking about here is it's like when when you, when your f- child has friends, they, do you have a say in it or not? And I guess we we couldn't – I guess we do have a say in it, right? We could, we could definitely speak to the daycare lady about it and say, hey, look, what's going on here? But for me, my thought process around it was she's just getting – she's she's learning every experience is is an opportunity for her to learn and she absorbs what she absorbs and she's gonna like there's no there's no control that i can have over that i can't be there throughout the day to tell her no or don't do this or don't do that yep so we it just meant that we just had to work a little harder at home to to bring it back (laughs) to a calm level (laughs) In, into our household, you know, and so that was kind of like the first one. The next one is more current, so it's still happening today. And again, there's um, – and I'm not – look, I'm not saying Violet's not implicit in this. Like Violet is obviously adding to what's going on here. She's feeling adding to the, the fire because she's, <laughs> she's feeling the fire, exactly, because she's got a strong personality, right? And so, yeah, now it's it's – she's sort of – She's thick as thieves with these twins that are mm. coming now, and they're they're twins. They're from, they're Brazilian, right? Their background's Portuguese or Brazilian, I think it is. So they speak Spanish, they speak Portuguese, they speak English. They're really clever kids, mm. but again, they're a year older than Violet, and they go a couple of days to her daycare, and then a couple of days to a a big center. And so, again, the daycare lady's like, look, I enforce behaviours, but then the the parents aren't backing it up and then they go to a, a centre and then, again, they're not – they're just sort of left free-for-all because they can't, they can't watch each kid right. like throughout the day intently. Right. So one day, you know, one of the twins came to daycare and he's had his hair co- chopped. <laughs> at the big daycare center some kid got some scissors and just chopped his hair <laughs> and so the mum was distraught right and so it's, it sounds like a bit of a yeah a wild place to be but so the these the twins 
they're good, you know, and they're, and they're full of life and they're, they're sort of not backwards and coming forwards. They, they say what they feel mm. because, of, you know, that, that background that they have, that Brazilian, that passion, you know, they, they come from that South American passion. And so I, th- I, I think it's good for Violet to be getting this um, immersion into different cultures, immersion into different ways of life. Right. And the ways that other children behave, right? And so, yeah, she she gets wound up, but she adds fuel to the fire too, to to the um, to the twins. And she comes back with some interesting things. Like we were in the shopping center one day, and we're going down the aisle, right, and getting some food. And Violet's walking behind me. I'm in front of her, and she says, "Daddy, stop following me." And I, I, I turned behind her and I said, you're following me. I'm not following you. And she's like, Daddy, stop following me. <laughs> and so I'm like, where is this coming from, you know? And, and, and another time, me, me and Charlotte are in the kitchen and we're making dinner. And she comes in and she's like, guys, guys, hey, guys, guys, where's dinner? You know, and we're, we're like... <laughs> guys <laughs> like where your mum and dad like where did you get this from so she's picking up a, a, an interesting vocab from mm. from daycare so mm. <laughs> yeah look my feelings on this is that like i wanted to i wanted to experience all these things i wanted to experience different people different attitudes different um energies and different cultures and it's it's basically our job to then you know steer her in the right direction, right. Um, guide her in the right direction from there. I, that's that's my feeling on it. So, how about you, Prashant? What what are your stories? Uh, first of all, that's how Violet should be. In fact, you should uh, load her. Uh, tank with unlimited supply of gas to fuel the fire because that's the only way she will become a champ so uh, that's it. <laughs> so, a leader. So, so that's yes so uh, that's a good uh, approach uh, from you uh, scott uh, to have the concept that uh, she should uh, be experiencing everything uh, i think so i i almost share the same thoughts um, on this uh, mm-hmm. but for for my daughter it has it has been uh, uh, you know of of a lot of highs and lows because like i told you in the earlier episodes my my daughter is a very 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 good observer and she gets that possibly from me um, so she observes things and when she observes things she observes it in uh, silence because when you when you want to observe and when you want to study or when you want to you know learn from something you, your your attention is locked onto it and you're lost so the opposite party when you're saying the opposite party the the friend takes this silence to be their weakness and uh, then uses their silence or their naivety to manipulate or to make them do things they are not supposed to do um, or worse to use that vulnerability to actually bully them 
so uh, mm. there have been multiple instances uh, where um, uh, you know my daughter prefers to be very silent and she she is this n- kind of a non hurting uh, non intrusive you know very silent she uh, she likes observing things and playing along whatever you know if if it's a scream out loud game mm. she'll she'll be the best scream out loud uh, uh, loud person in that game there's no problem in that but when it comes to uh, uh, the personality uh, side of it when she's tackled with a particular situation she always uh, looks at it from a point of distance and because she does not respond to the things happening to her the opposite person takes advantage of that so in in most cases uh, i would like to uh, share uh, a couple of examples around the concept of bullying so um, you know there have been times where she used to take her um, her football or a basketball down uh, to the play area for uh, playing and her uh, friends were very excited uh, to uh, see the ball and um, they ask her to play and then they start playing and suddenly enters the villain <laughs> and the villain is the <laughs> the villain is a is is a child who's almost 3 uh, 4 years younger to her so my daughter is 8 years old the the villain is like a 4 4 and a half year old boy who comes in and snatches the ball and runs away my ball my ball and he runs away <laughs> and my daughter is like she does not know what to do she is observing like in shock what is what is happening <laughs> and uh, so you you have so that's that's kind of the child is having fun mm. but if you don't consider the age aspect it's kind of bullying right like mm. you you snatch the uh, thing from the other kid and just run away so she didn't know what to do mm. then there were other kids uh, during her swimming classes uh, this is pre covid uh, where her uh, swimming classes were on there were these two boys who used to um, uh, you know in our apartment who used to create uh, a very unfriendly environment uh, for her they used to mock her and other kids also who who can't swim properly and push them and uh, you know um, uh, once they are at the other end laugh at them and you know all those all those funny all those funny things and splash water at them when they are sitting peacefully shivering you know when they take a break <laughs> when my daughter is taking a break she's she's shivering with cold and they will take water and splash on her even hey that's so much fun and and she'll be like uh, so uh, when these situations happen um, i i didn't know how how to uh, teach her the concept of choosing friends and neither did i want to uh, tell her that those are bad kids mm. you know because uh, kids are kids mm. at the end of the day so what i did is if you remember in one of the earlier episodes i've i've shared it in in short so what i did is i became the bully for her at home mm-hmm. i used to bully her at home i still bully her at home mm-hmm. and i bully her very consciously uh on different things on different concepts if she asks me something if she wants to go somewhere out if she needs more watch time if she wants a special food item if she wants to have ice cream whatever it is mm. i program the bulliness in her life day in day out so i am the worst friend that she can have at times <laughs> so, <laughs> so what i what i do is 
what what i do is i push her to the edge and she goes wild she like screams out crying she's crying because how can my father do this mm. i say i say that i'm not your father i'm your friend imagine tomorrow if your friend does this are you going to scream out like this because if he sees you screaming it's a bonus point for him mm. he has achieved what he wanted or she has achieved what she wanted by troubling you by cornering you by bullying you mm. what are you going to do so the classic example i'll give you of one of one concept of bullying it's not bullying exactly um but there are times where uh, we cuddle and play on the bed and uh, it gets to a point where i start teasing and tickling her mm-hmm. so i i keep tickling her and then the tickle gets on to a point where i am enjoying the tickling <laughs> that she's laughing i want to hear her laugh more and i keep tickling i keep doing it and she can't take it because uh, for humans i think so tickling beyond a point yeah. is like you're gasping for yeah, breath yeah 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 uh, so it is said that you should not you should not tickle uh beyond a certain point it's very dangerous actually mm. uh but i keep my i keep my borders on and i push her to a limit where now i have trained her to scream out and say no acha stop it i do not like what you are doing and i have taught her to scream her lungs out yeah. and she screams her lungs out and tells the same thing what i just told some time back and i and i've told her this is what you have got to do when other kids come to taunt you when other kids come and snatch away things from you or uh, even after repeated requests they are still mocking you you are going to scream out loud what is the right thing for you mm. and this is how you will attract the right set of friends in your life you have to experience everyone mm. you have to experience everything but by being the person you are and showing yourself as a person to the outside world by by broadcasting your voice out mm. loud not just screaming in front yeah fun time no no i do not like what you are doing you have to stop that excuse me that ball is mine it's 5 o'clock i need to head back home <laughs> come and give the ball right back to you yeah great and i have yeah i have uh, uh uh trained her that way but she didn't get uh, much of a time to um, implement this in real life like practically because of the covid lockdown mm-hmm. and all that stuff but now slowly she's playing with kids and now she's she's got it so if something is not right she uh, right away expresses it mm. and gets gets done with it not gets away from it gets done with it and then she comes and shares so we have maintained this um uh, kind of balance uh, with her uh, play time also where if she experiences anything if she hears a new phrase or if she hears something that she is not supposed to hear or see she can always come and ask us first mm-hmm. before trying it out yeah. before using that vocabulary yeah. so only if we uh, pass it uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. uh, she can she can practice it or she can start using the uh, words or uh, stuff you know so um, so here we use lot of slangs like for example uh suppose if you want to if you want to tell someone uh, i don't know what in australian culture what what it will be i'm sure there'll be something so if uh, someone if my friend is coming and saying uh, hey dude uh, just 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 pass on the ball yaar so i will 
I will probably in my language as a poda, get out. What? Just it's it's like a it's it's a different uh, way of saying fuck off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's like poda, get out. So uh, so this this word called poda is something that I that I use very consciously against her also. Mm. So if she comes and tells me, uh, "Acha, can I watch two hours extra?" can i watch for 20 minutes extra can i complete this movie because you gave me 2 hours but the movie is 2 hours 20 minutes can i watch the remaining i said poda poda note so she's like like what how can you tell that no i want it so we i i i uh, what do you say i have conspired a mm. environment around her to be that constant bully in her life mm. to give her this experience and uh, to make an avenue inside of her to let it out mm. to let that anger out to let that expression out to let her identity out so this is in short how i am uh, programming uh, so called her uh, uh, friends life as such if you may, if you may want to call it and uh, this is my side of the story scott yeah very interesting prashant hey cuz it makes me think about the fact of growing up like never really was taught by my my folks or my brothers when you get into a like other than you know having a fight with somebody you know your brothers will wrestle or now like if you get into difficulties <laughs> with someone you just have a fight right and so it's like besides that i was never really taught how to verbalize me and and what i mm. want and what my boundaries are i just i was never taught how to mm. to verbalize that and so this has kind of led to a lot of social anxiety and in the, these sort of social fears that you get into your eyes because when somebody right when somebody comes up against your beliefs or your you know um like your perceptions it's like right how do you deal with that and i was never uh, like I'm, i'm not sure maybe you were the same but i was never taught by my folks to say this is how you deal same with your, a situation like that yeah exactly right so it makes me think about all these things that we get into about yeah like we triggers i guess it's 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 like oh, i just lost my train of thought i had something there but yeah it, it's kind of like how do you how do you sort of stand in your own power i guess what it is how do you how do you say to somebody no 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 this, yep. this is what i believe in and it's okay like not not right. saying you're wrong or i'm right it's just like we can still mm. have a relationship but i'm going to express mm. my side of the story right you know so yeah that, that's a really interesting interesting concept and it's kind of Yeah, it makes me think about how I'm going to deal with that in the coming years with Violet. You know, she's two and a half, and how is she going to deal with bullies? <laughs> how is she going to deal with mm. standing in her own power and being who she is? You know, without compromise, because right. you know, schools and 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 high schools and stuff like that. Are, it's kind of you just got to you just got to have some sort of suit of armor to make it. You know, it's it's like this social. it's more this social environment of making it it was for me in, at my school it's kind of like if you can make it on if you can right. f- make it on the social aspect you're fine 
You know what yeah. I mean? You're fine. And you, You're if fine. you can deal with bullies and if you can deal with this <laughs> sort of stuff, things are going to be okay for like, you, you know? Where, how do you see <laughs> that? No, absolutely uh, right, Scott. I'll I'll add one more point to it. It is, it is basically uh, uh, teaching your kids to uh, have a a point of whatever experience they are going through whatever situation they are uh, they are facing uh, they have to go through a three step process uh, is what i've told adir also is you pause you reflect on the feeling that you're going through the emotion that you're going through mm. and then you respond you see whether it's of whether it's whether it holds any importance to you whether you're pained by it whether you are troubled by it whether uh, you know this is just a temporary thing and i can i can get done with it and then you respond right mm. rather than reacting to whatever is whatever is happening and now uh, for for my daughter it's it's the right uh, it's it's almost the right age to bridge these concepts into her as she inches closer towards uh, the teenage aspect mm, teenage aspect of her life yeah. you know so i need to drill in these concepts uh, slowly and very cautiously and one more aspect of choosing friends is is uh, you know not just uh, what we see in front of our eyes it is what what happens behind our backs mm. uh and when i say what behind, what happens behind our backs is basically uh, the the curse of uh, the technology mm. uh so soon your daughter is going to be in a space where she will have access to every little gadget that you are having access to yeah and what she chooses to do with it uh because she is going to be trained faster than you can train her because she is going to learn from her friends yeah um so what is she going to do with that uh mobile phone what is she going to do with the laptop what is she going to do with the ipad uh, is she uh, so much curious uh, about a particular concept that her friend uh, texted her through some new app that they installed which you don't even know about mm. which is there on your phone yeah. or which is there on your ipad and they misuse it for something and what do you do so uh, Uh, so you can abstain your kid from uh, technology but you can't abstain forever mm. uh, you know uh, but before you empower them with the concept of you know here's your phone or here's your own laptop or uh, here's your own ipad uh, to learn or whatever uh, you need to bridge these concepts and you need to explain these concepts to them because te- telling them that you're going to listen watch and uh, come across different new things things that are beyond your age things that are adult in nature because you don't know how your other friends are uh, in under what circumstances those kids are growing you do not know mm-hmm. so you are going to listen and hear uh, sorry you are going to listen and watch things uh, which are going to be new to you so before you try it out before you do anything with uh, the tool or medium whatever is there in front of you mm. you have to share that with us uh, and once we explain you the filter uh, of uh, you know a- explain you the concept you filter those people out of your life mm. 
right yeah. or you filter them out in a way that it does not offend them also and it keeps them at bay so it is it is a very it's a very uh, uh, dicey topic of uh, choosing friends and actually you can't uh, you can't choose friends for them but you have to enable them to mm. make that choice for themselves uh, and concepts like this is is what uh, will uh, help them scott yeah yeah just just adding to that the words of empower and um what was the last one you said empower and enable is what you said is me and my wife yeah. have talked about it before you know of 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 looking into the future and saying yeah what's going to happen like are we are we going to hmm. be those parents who you know like create this sort of sense of openness that our daughter can come to Ooh. us and talk to us about anything you know because that's what i want more than anything is is my daughter not being afraid to come and talk to me if things go wrong you know rather than going behind right. our back and right. and hanging out with her best friend who's you know smoking ciggies and drinking and all that kind of stuff it's <laughs> like yeah because for me it was like i'd never tell my parents that I could I could never yeah. do that right. I could never go to them and say, "Hey, this is what's going on," because they'd just be mm. right. I'm going to control this situation now, you know. So, right. I guess it's enabling them. It, it, it's it's multifaceted. Hey, it's a real. It's it's quite a tricky situation. Is I get <laughs> I, and I guess it's just about instilling them with good values from an early age, and right. like and what you're saying too is like you're teaching your daughter before it's too late like you're giving her practice over the right. years just to keep because it's re- repetition is mastery right and so right. the more she can practice the more she can repeat these things the more it goes into her identity and her habits and her beliefs and all that kind of stuff right so yeah i think starting at an early age is a, is a good thing before the the terrible <laughs> teens hit and who knows what can happen right from there poof that's another one zone i think so we can start a mm. uh, uh i don't know a different genre of podcast over there once our kids hit teen you know, because what i've heard and read and what we have gone through yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's going to be it's going to be complete different dynamics the yeah. the range of topics are not going to be this that's for sure and i, th- I think i think another topic for another time is is mm. this topic of social media how do we navigate Navig- social media what's it going to be mm. like i think it's a good mm. topic for another time prashant add that absolutely. that's number 14 to your <laughs> list yes <laughs> absolutely uh so i think so we we started out with a very basic concept of choosing friends and we uh, trickled down into many different ways of um uh you know tackling mm. uh the choices uh, that our uh, daughters have to make uh, while dealing with uh, their best friends a mm. uh, lot of ideas in for you uh do let us know if uh, something uh, strike a chord with you or uh, you found some some idea or some concept way beyond <laughs> your level of thinking do let us know uh, do share your uh, feedback to us do drop in a review scott yes please yeah we, please do share some reviews and feedback too you know is, is this working for you guys do you like listening to this you know is, is there a theme that you guys want to put forward we're happy to talk about it you know so please 
leave a review and let us know if um, if we're helping at all because that's what we're here to do. We're here to share our experiences and then help you guys navigate your way through the difficulties of raising a child as we talk about. So thank you, Prashant. Yes, thank you, Scott. And thank you for uh, sharing amazing stories about your daughter. Bye-bye. See you next time. Hey, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, please do leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app. Scott, over to you. Thanks for being here on this journey of discovery with myself and Prashant. We're so looking forward to sharing our experiences with love and laughter of raising a daughter with you to hopefully lend a helping hand in your times of need. This is the Aligned Dad Podcast. Podcast.